Celia. The day is November 25th, 2020. Querida Celia, the day is oh god, December 20 23rd. Today's December 23rd. Happy Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Right? So I graduate in one, two, three, four days. The day today is May 18th, 2021. The day is June 2nd, 2021. The day is February 15th and it is 1.43 a.m. I hope that when you listen to this, estoy super lista. Um, y va a ser muy divertido. Okay, that's all. Love you, bye. Today is April 16th, 2023. I've noticed that most of my social media has uh, really puffed off <laughs> lately, which thank you so incredibly much for taking the time to listen to me and to watch my videos. It it really means the world and just thank you. Thank you so incredibly much. Like I don't I don't even know what to say. I really appreciate all of your support. I've always dealt with a lot of anxiety and I, I tend to be in my head a lot and question a lot of things. Honestly, I was never really the most popular in school or even confident at all, really. And I've, I've mentioned this in other episodes, but I was made fun of a lot as a kid, which affected me in ways I think I'm still learning now being a 23-year-old. Like, being afraid to make decisions for myself uh, because of what people might think or how it might seem. I think my social media was kind of the first step I took in being like, hey, this is something that I want to do for me. I want to record my life in a cinematic and funny and chaotic way. But more than that, I wanted to immortalize my thoughts. I wanted it to be a diary that I could look back on to see how much I had changed. Assuming that I would change. That things would get better for me and I would be able to notice exactly how I made them better in case I felt off again. Or in case things got worse. And I have grown a lot since I first started posting videos in 2021 in such wonderful and rewarding ways. But like I said, a lot of insecurities pop up when you're finally at peace. I finally had a break from just trying to survive the day to day. So I had emotional space to really start unpacking a lot of things that I had blacked out from my memory in order to survive, in order to go about my day and do normal things do anything really i feel incredibly lucky that so many of you have found me and have found some of your own emotions in my writing because i know it's not the easiest to put to words certain feelings or certain ways of thinking or certain fears it's hard. It's really hard. Even for me, it's really hard. And I've noticed a large influx of messages and comments, especially these last couple of weeks. And with that, there are a lot of good and bad ones. There are also ones that get mad at me for not responding, not responding fast enough, not posting what they want me to post, 
etc., etc. It actually makes me incredibly anxious to look at comments and DMs because there is always something or someone that makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable, to be honest. <laughs> um, and I'm so grateful for the kind comments and the wonderful messages that you guys send about how you're healing through my poetry or how I inspired you to write poetry of your own or to start posting your poetry. And I always feel bad about not being able to respond to all of those messages because I want to, but because I do see them and I do appreciate them so incredibly much. And, you know, I should thank all of you for inspiring me. So th this is really a, a big, huge thank you to all of you. But like I said, a lot of the times there are some weird, creepy comments that uh, I just, it's not healthy for me to give attention to and I won't give attention to but I think if you're listening to this podcast and you're considering becoming a creator I think it's important to know what what kind of comes with that as well now all of that being said I really don't think it's healthy to be aware of other people's opinions of you 24 7 especially when it's not just a couple of people but an immense amount of strangers that really have no idea who you are or what has happened in your life. And, you know, usually this isn't people who follow you that have been following you for a while, because I know that a lot of you might have been following me since I started, which is amazing, and I'm so grateful that you've stuck around. But a lot of the times, these bad, weird, uncomfortable comments come from people that might have just seen one video that did really well and they have no idea who you are. They have no idea what your content is really about, your life story, none of that. Like if you've been watching all my content, you know a lot about me and you know exactly why I post the things that I post and kind of like my intentions behind it too. And my intentions are just to, to heal, to heal myself, to help you guys and to just make social media a bit of a better place. I got one comment uh, the other day about how full of myself I was or something along those lines. And I just kind of sat there and realized that people's perceptions of us are really just creations of their own mind, are just projections of their own insecurities, are just reactions to their own pain. And like I said, I never respond to hate comments, but unfortunately I do see them pretty often and I do block people. <laughs> Because, like I've always said, I record these videos in the same way somebody decorates their house. It's an invitation to visit my heart. But it is not an invitation to vandalize it. And a lot of the times, the hate comments aren't even about the poetry itself. It's about how my hair looks, or about how my voice sounds, or my how my ears look, or whatever. All these things that I can't change about myself, that I don't want to change about myself, that I love about myself, and I'll continue loving about myself. But seeing these comments, especially if they catch me on an off day, if they catch me on a day where maybe I'm about to start my menstrual cycle or something, they hurt. <laughs> they really do hurt. And if a comment is bad enough, really, it makes me not want to post. And I, I don't talk about, this is probably the first time that I'm talking about something like this in the podcast, but it's just, I feel like it's been affecting me more lately because when a comment's really bad, I do consider just taking a step back and being like, mm, maybe I shouldn't post. Maybe I shouldn't post as often. Maybe I shouldn't post the content that I'm posting. Maybe I shouldn't be, I don't know, like 
putting myself out into the world so openly and so vulnerably because there there it is a lot it's a lot that happens and especially because of the the kind of content that i post that's poetry and that's very like a, a it's very vulnerable for me and it's very scary at times to post things like that because you never know how people are going to react to it i always try to have the best intentions and i try to word things in a way that will hopefully be healing but you know not everybody's gonna like it like there's always gonna be someone that dislikes something that you're doing so forgive me guys if i can't be looking at comments or dms constantly uh, but if i always advocate for you guys to take care of your mental health it would be really hypocritical of me to not do the same I know for a lot of you that might have just started listening to this podcast, that might have just very recently found me, I might just be a random stranger who you saw a poem that you liked. So I want to make a couple of things really clear. I'm the daughter of two Mexican immigrants that worked incredibly hard for me to have the opportunities that I do. I don't take any of them for granted, and I will never take any of them for granted. My parents never finished college. So my siblings and I were all first-generation, low-income college students. We worked really, really hard to succeed. More than anything, I worked really hard because of how much my parents sacrificed for me. And I don't take those sacrifices lightly. By the time I was 10, I knew how to lay down cement to tile floors and serve as a clinical interpreter. And all of this isn't a unique experience, though. So many of you know exactly what I'm talking about because you've had experiences similar to mine. We could only afford clothes from thrift stores when I was younger, so all my clothes tended to be pretty worn out and out of style. I got made fun of for it. My dad worked as a garbage truck driver most of his life, and girls in my class would spread rumors that all my clothing was from the dumpster and I would feel really shitty about myself. I struggle, even now, to buy clothes that are new because I feel like I'm wasting money that should be used for something useful, like food, or paying other bills. People don't know this, and honestly, many people don't care when they post a bad comment or a hate comment because the internet makes it really easy to dehumanize creators but we are real people at the end of the day with stories and scars of our own. And it's really freaking scary to post stuff sometimes because you know that it could come with backlash and it could come with people that are hating on you for no reason. For no reason. Like I said, I've gotten hate comments that are like, I hate the shape of your ears. I can't change that. I love my ears. My ears let me listen to Taylor Swift eight hours in a day, you know? Like, it's just... It's not even constructive criticism. It's literally just hate. And like I said, I really want to say this in case you're considering becoming a content creator because I've gotten a lot of questions about, you know, starting poetry and starting posting your own poetry. And it's something that you do kind of need to prepare for because like I said, I, I've gotten a ton of them since I've started. And even to this day, like some of them will still hurt. And if they like if they catch me on a on a sentimental day, on a day when I'm feeling extra insecure, it could hurt. It could really hurt. 
And I'm really thankful that I have a support system that I can go to and be like, hey, somebody told me this and this and this. And they'll be like, don't listen to them. Like, everything's fine. And I try to do that for myself a lot of the times. I'm being like, you know what? The way people act and the, the things that people say, especially if somebody says something bad, it probably means that they're really hurting and that something is very wrong in their life. And that's why I don't try to respond. I don't try to say anything. You know, if it's somebody else that, it, like, if somebody's attacking one of my friends or something, that's when I'm a little more like, mm. <laughs> I will say something then. But if it's for me, I kind of take the step back and I'm like, okay, this person's really going through it. And I hope that they get better. I don't even need to say anything. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, hey, I hope that this person, you know, I, I'm sending them love. I'm sending them light. And I hope that they're that they do better. I posted my first poetry video when I was 19, actually. It was a birthday spoken word that I posted onto YouTube. I think it was like, I don't know, 10 minutes long. And it got maybe, I don't know, nine views, 10 views. And I I bet 90% of them were were me re-watching it, reloading the page because I was so afraid. It wasn't very good, but it felt pretty nice to make. I've always read a lot of poetry excerpts on Pinterest um, throughout growing up. And I remember feeling so comforted that somebody else could put to words my exact thoughts and feelings. Feelings that I didn't know even had words that existed to describe them. I've been through a lot of heavy shit that kind of reached a breaking point my senior year of college, where all of this baggage I had draped around my shoulders was starting to sink their teeth into my heart. Because that's the thing about leaving things ignored. They will always make sure you know their power. And my insecurities completely controlled me. The first poem that's in my book, Diary of Romantica, Volume 1, was one of the first poems I wrote during that time. At a time when it took effort to breathe. It was a love poem, and I wrote it when I didn't know if I still believed in love. But I sat down, and I said, love exists. Even if I have to convince myself of that every day. Even if I am the only person that ever shows me love, the fact that I exist means that love exists. You know, sometimes my poetry is so incredibly vulnerable that I have people in my life that reach out to ask me if I'm okay. Because it'll be a situation that really hurt me or a story I said I would never tell. Sometimes you can tell the difference from where poetic prose turns from fictional fog to realistic rain. And sometimes you can't. And I do it that way on purpose. I've started to share more poetry from that time of my life. You know, some could call it stupid to be so open. Some would say brave. But I say it's like reaching the shore after almost drowning from a wave. Everything hurts. But everything heals. <laughs> I speak a lot about love <laughs> for somebody so single. <laughs> But I don't think love is just a person that you find. I think love is something so inherently in us. It's a peace that comes to mind. Eventually, I got sick of it, feeling like I was always waiting for someone or something to give me permission to feel like myself. 
So I decided to be by myself. To really be by myself. It's easy to text someone you shouldn't. To go back to someone when they say the first nice thing. To feel jealousy for someone that has something better. To feel hatred that you're not the person being loved. It is much harder to stay soft. To forgive someone for you, not for them. Not because they deserve it, but because you deserve to let it go. It's really difficult to love yourself when you feel like nobody else does. When you're the one that gets dumped or friend zoned or gets called names or gets made fun of, it's an incredible act of defiance to love yourself anyway. To believe in love anyway. To believe life is beautiful anyway. People react in the way that they feel internally. Now, I, I won't be fake onto people, but I cannot, in my right mind, cultivate a garden of peace inside of me while I react in thunderstorms and waves. If you hurt me, that's on you. If I hurt me, that's on me. And nobody is perfect. Nobody will ever be perfect. You will make mistakes and love the wrong people and hurt the right people, but you will grow. And anything that is meant for you will grow with you, will grow alongside of you. Forgiveness is a prize that you should give freely. Access to you is not. I have a bad habit of immediately writing people off when they do something to me. That's my trauma response from a decade of being bullied. I worry about people's true intentions when they ask about my good news. But how people treat me is a reflection of them. How I've healed is a reflection of me. And every day, I heal a little better. I've been overwhelmed lately by immense feeling. Doubled by anxiety and a great test to my healing. Today is hard to breathe. But tomorrow will be better. And to all those people who are so quick to hate, I really hope somebody someday writes you a love letter. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you all in the next episode. Con amor, siempre, Celia. Bye!